This episode is sponsored by Lendex and Tangleswap. Lendex is a decentralized IOTA-based multi-cross-chain decentralized application and lending protocol. This is IOTA's lending and stablecoin. And about Tangleswap, well, whether you are looking for a world-class decentralized exchange or simply want to make the most out of your tokens by staking, liquidity farming or investing, Tangleswap puts the whole universe of DeFi at your fingertips. Three, two, one. Welcome back guys to a new episode and I'm here with Dutch from Monkey Lab. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for inviting me. I see that a lot of people have been asking for you lately. <laughs> yeah, the community, uh, the monkey community is uh, exploding at the moment, so which is fun. Mm. It's, 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 it's good. Yeah, yeah, you've been along for for a while, so I think that people kind of have trust in the in the ones that have been around for a while. Um, but before we kick off, let's do the usual. Let's hear a short introduction on how you ended up in the IOSA and where you are at the moment. Yeah, well, um, I guess like a lot of people, I got back into I got into IOTA in 2017. Uh, I watched um, a video. I think it was Dom and Dave that were talking about IOTA. And just around that sort of time, I was looking more and more into blockchain. Um, I have an IT background myself, so um, I've been in IT for the past 20 years. So I was kind of looking for something, um, something that had a little bit more than, you know, there were blockchains that were going at the moment or that at that time. And IOTA just stuck with me, M2M, machine to machine uh, economy. Uh, it just kind of, I don't know, just kind of rung all the, the, the right bells to me. So. Uh, I kind of sort of fell into 2017, just FOMO'd in um, and been there ever since. Um, I can't say I'm a complete maxi. I know that um, I'm only really pushing and pumping IOTA. That's just because I, I kind of look at it like this. I speculate with everything else, but I feel like I've invested in it, in IOTA. Mm. I just feel it's different. I just think it's a different beast. It's, uh, you know, the technology behind it. We all say, oh, we're in for the tech. Yeah, we are. We, we, you know, we want to make money too. We all, you know, everyone wants to speculate too, but IOTA is different. It's, um, I think it's worthy of spending time and investing my time into a protocol, trying to understand it, learn it. Um, something that I think is life-changing, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a great tech. It is a really great tech. I mean, the, the team behind it, uh, you know, the, the foundation themselves. I mean, like you, Thomas, I mean, you, you know, we sat on the sidelines a little bit and kind of listened to everybody else. And I know that you've been in spec quite a lot. I've kind of attempted to jump into spec, but um, I, I, you know, it, it doesn't bite for me. But mm -hmm. I kind of listen and and what have you. And then you kind of you listen to to, to Dom and see some of his podcasts, the AM, uh, AMAs that he was doing, which I thought were good. It's a shame that they're not being done anymore, but mm -hmm. I thought they were pretty good. Um, it's great listening to Hans sometimes jump in every now and then and uh, explain stuff in a language that no one can understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, for me, IOTA was um, the tech. Uh, Matt Yaga, uh, talking about Dell, Project Avarium, uh, Data, all that sort of side of it is uh, really interesting to me because that's, that's my career. That's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. Um, I own my own company, uh, CTO. And I work with data. I'm an IT consultant. And when you listen to other people that are as passionate about about it as you are, 
then um, yeah, it just it just rings. So yeah, IOTA is the uh, the investment, not the speculation for me. Mm, yeah, I completely agree with that, and it's a good scene behind it, and they uh, they do have a lot of interesting stuff happening around them. Um, but it's also nice to to see that community members such as you and I uh, start doing their own things. Now I'm not playing around with the technology that much, which you um, which you kind of are. You probably understand it a whole lot better than I do. Um, but yeah, so you you decided to to start something on your own. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, my day job is um, IT, you know, and anything's really serious. Um, and as you go through your career, you end up not doing the things that you really want to do because you 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 end up so sort of like um you know i mean i started off programming and designing that was that's where i started i, I got a degree in programming and um but as years go by you, you use your skills a lot less and you end up consulting more you end up um talking a lot more so you're not really hands-on even though i understand the technology and i get involved with the developers um and and we build a product um you you just don't get your hands dirty so for me starting something you know, i kind of get that point what can i do um you know what, what do i think is fun and and for me it was like it had to be something around art had to be something around programming it had to be something around that sort of side so um i just kind of i just kind of picked up um you know illustrator again and started doing some 2d stuff and that's how monkey actually started i started doing some uh, 2d designs uh, my kids were all into them, uh, which I thought was fun. And, uh, you know, we, we decided to put them up as um, NFTs and kind of go that route. But as I was doing it, I was thinking, there's more to this. You know, I want to I wanna do more. But it, I've got to say, it wasn't from an outward perspective of making more IOTA. It was actually more of a thing of, you know, my own itch, you know, I had this itch, you know, I, I need a program, I need to, I need a design, I need to do something outside, I can't, you know, collect stamps, I, you know, I can't, I can't do all that sort of stuff, I needed to do something different. So it kind of formed from there. And um, before you know it, you're, you're, you're working on one thing, 2D design, and then all of a sudden, you, you're going over to some 3D design. And I hadn't done 3D design for ages, way back when I was using Studio Max around about sort of 10, 15 years ago. So I started getting into Blender and uh, all of a sudden the story started forming. So it was more that scratch my own itch, um, use my skills without losing them. Mm. So I kind of, I kind of started that way. Yeah. Um, I've sort of got that impression as well that it kind of started or off more as a, as like a testing thing, but it escalated and became something completely else. Um, so if you could tell me a little bit about like what is, what is it today and what's the plan for it? Well, this is, this is the whole thing. I, you know, it's, for, for me, something that grows organically um, is much better. You know, I, mean, I look at it like this is that, um, you know, how can, I, how can I test myself? How can I improve myself? It's, it's, if, if, I, I don't want to promise things. I don't want to go out there and say, hey, yeah, we, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And everyone's going to jump aboard and we're just kind of selling this vision um that's not attainable sometimes you've got to like stick your toe in and, and kind of feel it out a little bit and say actually what what can actually happen here what what can be done you know i'm i'm i for my lifetime i've always been into um you know art animations and that kind of side of it um i've never really been a gamer and that's kind of weird but um 
it's mostly because I'm really crap at playing games. <laughs> you know, when, when your five-year-old kid can beat you, uh, you know, in a third-party shooter, when you know, when they're five, it's it, you suddenly realise you haven't got the skill for it. Um, but I love them. I love the animations. I love the character animations. I love what people are doing. So I get inspired by that. Um, but I'm also a very curious person because, you know, you've got to kind of be like that as a programmer. You're, you're solving puzzles. You're you're inquisitive. You you kind of look at things and go, but why does it work that way? You know, can I make it better? Is there an easier way of doing it? So for me, with Monkey, how it kind of started was like, okay, if I can, if I can get this character working, if I can get this 3D character working, and I can do the animations, can I port it into other games? Can I? Can you know? Because if you look at if you look at the way web free gaming is going, or part of it's going, it's not just about play to earn. It's also about shared universes, shared, shared um, platforms and networks. So one of my favorite projects at the moment on, on another uh, network is My Pet Hooligans. Um, it's a, a company in America, AMG uh, Studios, and a lot of the guys come from you know animation works like um, doing Toy Story and what have you. And they built this platform. But one of the things they wanted to do was say, we have this platform, we call it an interloop. But what we really want people to do is we want other characters to come on board. We want to share this platform so other people can jump on this platform. Um, and they can build, you know, take the SDK, take the take the, the, the mainframe of the, what we're building. And they can build something, but we can kind of loop together. Our games can kind of loop together. And we can, you know, we can use this kind of share this metaverse or what they call universe. They don't like to call it metaverse. And I always kind of thought, wouldn't that be great if we could, you know, get the character monkey up and, 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 and playing? And then it kind of got me into, okay, well, what platform's the best? What do I need to learn? So I started looking around, you've got Unity, you've got uh, UE5. Um, so I kind of looked at both and obviously got into UE5 because that's how my pet hooligan works. And um, the more I dug into it, I thought, wow, this is, this is a really powerful tool. This is a bit like, it's a bit like when musicians had to go to a sound studio. You know, everything is really expensive. You have to go to a sound studio, um, you know, to make your records. And it was unobtainable for a lot of people. And all of a sudden, you got the home studio. And all of a sudden, musicians are popping up everywhere because it's attainable at home. And that's the same thing with the software, with the 3D software like Blender, but the UE5. You get, you, all of a sudden, one person can actually start building stuff from scratch, from home. And that's really cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing piece of, it's an amazing piece of care, but it's actually not that complex to use. I mean, you know, it's time consuming, just like, you know, doing 3D design and stuff. It's, it's all about time rather than the skill set from, from my perspective. Um, but anyway, my pet hooligan uses UE5. So I thought, great, then that's a way of porting over and we can build some here and then maybe we can utilize their uh, engine. Um, and only recently, um, uh, Yuga Labs, they've come out with um, their other side meta world. I don't know if you heard about that at all. No. But basically, they're using, um, they're using um, there's a company called Improbable, and they have this M2 technology, which is, um, you know, you can play online gaming, streaming and stuff, and you can have like, almost like 10,000 participants at the same time, all in same area, all 3D personalized characters. Um, and Yuga Labs are building on utilizing some of the framework. And their framework is also um, partnering with uh, Unreal Engine 5. 
so basically, you know, it all kind of works together. But um, the whole idea is that Yuga Labs, um, they bring their own games. It's not just uh, with the board apes, but they bring out their gaming, what have you. Um, but they're also opening up to developers or uh, gamers uh, or, or designers and developers so that they can also build their worlds within their environment or import their characters as well. So that's like an, another avenue that you can start importing your characters, your, you know, so for my instance, like Monkey Lab, you can say, okay, Monkey, I can, can I import Monkey? Yeah, I can. Okay. But what else can I do? Okay. You can actually build, you can actually build extra worlds in there or real estate or buildings or tools or weapons or other characters, clothing, and you can sell that within that environment as well. I mean, it's, it's kind of happening. I mean, it's not live today, but the whole, the whole business plan is, is there today, like my Paralugans and, and other worlds. So it's, it's, it's there. So, you know, next year or two, it's going to be quite interesting to see how web free games work. Um, and I like those, I like those type of things because it's, it's interacting. It's like when, when it's not kind of open source, but it's kind of opening up to allow communities and, and projects working together. So that's quite exciting. And, but no one really knows where it's going to go. Everyone has a vision. This is kind of where it's going to go. And that's mm -hmm. where monkey love monkey love has it as well. It's like, if I don't promise too much, if I, if I say, I'm, you know, I'm not going to promise I'm going to do everything. I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. We have a kind of a roadmap. Um, and the roadmap being, and I have a kind of a story. I have a story in my head. Um, I have a vision. I have this story. And I, you know, I want to tell everybody, go, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. But at the same time, you go, well, I can commit to small parts. Because if I commit to smaller parts now, then that kind of means I have to do them. And that's good because it gives me accountability. Mm. You know, I am a person that likes to give um some sort of time estimate sometimes and so okay well i'm gonna like now we've got like an orby launch um we've got these 3d characters the orby that's going to launch at the end of the month and it just so happens that it coincides with a massive project i got for my company um accidentally so now i'm kind of getting like four hours sleep a night but it's an eta and it's a public eta which means i have to deliver because i put that pressure myself no this is going to go out but you can do those small promises. So you can say, well, we've got this monkey character. We've got um, the 3D character monkey. Um, and now we've got um, his com uh, companion, Orby, who's going to help him out in, in gameplay. And that's what we have now. Um, and that's really cool. What I did do was um, back in the summer of last year, I sat down and worked with Unreal Engine for four months because I really wanted to get to understand it. And um, I created this gameplay. I had monkey running around, picking up weapons and shooting. And it was really cool. But every time I was building and whilst I was building, I had this kind of, it, it's, you know, this, there must be an easier way of building this, you know, because, you know, I'm not kind of reinventing the wheel, but it's like everything I'm doing is what people have done before, as in, in making a character walk and run and jump and what have you. Um, so the more I kind of did it, the more I understood better ways of building it. So I, I kind of did my apprentice. You can say those four months of well, like my apprenticeship. But whilst I was building it, um, I, I read up a lot about um, what else does Unreal Engine Five offer, and they have this they have this engine they built this gaming engine within the engine, which is like um, called Lyra, and it's really cool. It's basically they give you the blueprint of um, game or a couple of games like. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you play games, Thomas. Uh, not that much. Not much, but you know, like um, you you have these sort of games that are very much like uh, um, like elimination. You know, where you actually go around shooting other people mm -hmm. when they shoot you, basically like that. And then you have the ones where you like capture flags or capture the base. Yeah. Well, what 
what UE5 does is um, it gives you this template or this blueprint that um, gets you started really quick. So they have all the animation, they have the characters, they have all the animation, they have the gameplay, they have they have the multiplayer onlining. So you can you can set up your server, you can set up the game, so you can instantly get multiplayer playing within within an Unreal their kind of blueprint. Um, and what you can do then is you can actually skin it. You can take your character, import your character, and provided you do it well enough, you can actually start using some of their animations, but you can use some of their assets and, and a lot of the core programming is there. So you can actually start skinning it, skinning the whole whole environment. And it's really cool. So it basically means that it's it's much more attainable to myself to build something that is good than just me building something that's going to take three or four years as an independent, just one person in your spare time. Mm-hmm. Because if you face it, if you look at it, that um, if you're going to build a, like a good game, then, you know, most of these games are built over like two, three or four years with like 30, 40, 50 people, a lot of them, you know, yeah. so it's unrealistic to say, hey, you know, one person in the weekend can do a massive game. But with these kind of engines, you can say, no, but I can do something pretty good. And if you build something using this live framework, then you can also build your own levels uh, where you can actually start using their assets and then you can build it in your style. So you can actually kind of move away, but you have all the mechanics. That's really basic, really is. It's all the mechanics of, you know, all the functions of running and shooting, what have you, you kind of have that built because they're all the sort of things that you, that are repetitive tasks. So if I was, if I was a studio now and, and I created a game, then the next game I create, I would probably just take a lot of that previous code and say, well, these sort of things are similar and these assets are similar so we can reuse them. And which makes sense, which makes sense. So where Monkey is now is, is, is um, we have a big launch um, at the end of the month, uh, January. So if it comes, this comes out on February, then it's already happened. But the launch is, uh, we have 444 uh, Orbeez um, being launched, but they're free. Um, I've spent many, many hours. I, I, I wouldn't hate to guess how many hours, but 800 plus hours um, doing these NFTs. Um, and they're all free. They're going to go out uh, a one-on-one so that if you own an OG 3D monkey, then you will get one of these as well. That's it. Nice. So if you have that, you get this. Um, and that's, that's really cool. So that's, that's where we are um, delivering now. As soon as that's done, um, I'm back over to the game. So practically no one's going to hear so much as much from me over the next sort of like nine, 10, 11 months in terms of um, obviously every month I'm going to give an update. I'll give an update of where we are with the game and how we're progressing forward. Um, Every month we do, um, we have a free, I give a free animation. It's It's a small animation loop. It's about three seconds. Um, and I also give every quarter, I, I, I give one piece of artwork away. And that's basically to help the community to, yeah. to, because without a community, then the projects die anyway. So, yeah. so that's kind of one purpose, but the other purpose is to, to, to make sure that every animation I do, I learn a new skill. So I, I kind of go, okay, if I do this animation, what skill am I trying to learn that will help the game? When I do this artwork, what assets am I building that will help the game? So that it kind of, again, gives me accountability that I have to do something every month and every quarter that pushes the game forward, pushes what I'm doing forward. So that's kind of like, um, that's where we are. That's what we're pushing for now. That's that's what we're doing, mm. um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm excited about it. 
Yeah, it sounds sounds a lot of fun, and I have been also wondering about that. How can one person create a like a very good game when probably Rockstar has two thousand people working five years to make a new GTA? Uh, but it it makes sense what you said, um, and of course there there won't be like any good ETAs to be able to explain like when will all these happen. Um, but I was wondering about do do you plan sort of going live on the Shimmer network and do some testing and then migrate over to the IOTA network once the EVM and everything has been launched there? You know this this is a question with like the NFTs whether it should be Shimmer or IOTA um, and. I'm I'm a, I mean I love Shimmer, but I I gotta say that I'm an IOTA fanboy. Yeah. So you know? and and I and I kind of just feel like that's where they belong. You know, that's that's kind of where they belong. So it's it's kind of that it's it's not that I'm not going to do one or the other. It's it, I've got to do one of them. Um, so it's it's kind of like that. And IOTA is is kind of where my heart is in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm on Shimmer as well. So I'm not sure. Um, so it's something that we've got something I try to do in the community. Um, and it's this whole thing of, you know, I, I don't want to overpromise. I don't want to turn around and say, oh, but again, we're doing everything, what have you. And I like things to to organically grow too. But we have, you know, within the Discord server, we have like the monkeys, if you like, you know, everybody who has uh, Monkey 3D. Um, but we also have a, a believers group and and leaders people that kind of started early and kind of believed in the project without any roadmap. And they say, oh, you know, we get a couple of 2Ds and then we get the 3D. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen, but that's cool. And we have this little group. So something that we've that we've just started um, is we've now created a monkey treasury. Um, you know, this I mean, I can talk for hours, but I mean, so many good projects uh, in the Shimmer ecosystem, I know it's an ecosystem now. And one of those is obviously the Eighth Day, and I really like what they're doing. I love the fact that they're into DeFi, mm-hmm. they're educating people, and I love that. That's really cool. Um, and I and I kind of thought, what else? could we do and this wasn't planned like a year ago this is something i kind of been playing around with in my head um i have a great community member called flea who's um helping me out and give me advice and finding out and making contact with people but we said look let's do a treasury let's do it like this that once the monkey 3ds have sold out what we do is we make sure that all three of the og collections i have 2d 3d and the orbies all of the uh, royalties go to the treasury that's it it doesn't mm-hmm. go to me. All of it goes. Okay, so you know I'm, I'm not going to benefit anymore. It's ah, okay. It's, no, it's, it's all going to go into the treasury. And if it goes into the treasury, what can we do with that? And there's a lot of ideas floating around. And and I I'm like this. It's, it's okay to have a vision and not have everything worked out yet because sometimes like uh, you know uncertainty is a good thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know if you watch the same film ten times, you're certain about the outcome. It's not as exciting anymore, but uncertainty about things is great as long as we're moving forward and we and we kind of go, okay, this is a good thing that we're doing. Mm. So I do things to my own ego um, and to help me learn and new skills and things. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, what can, what else can the monkey community benefit? So could we could we get into um, other NFT games? Could we buy up other NFTs for other web free games? Yeah. You know, whether it be on the IOTA network or whether it be elsewhere and could we put those into port and could we all benefit from that later on when they when we sell them or you know um you know could we could we do raffles could we we could could we actually give them out could there be some benefit for the members basically mm, based yeah. on the royalties they're learning um and even though it's not 100 percent worked out i thought okay look why not 
uh, with some of the monkey believers that's in a group, maybe some of these guys are passionate about this too and want to help out. So maybe a few, two or three of those might want to come on there and we can kind of vote on it and go, well, okay, what, what should we do next? Let's bring it up every month. What should we do next? What should we do next for this treasury? So all we do know at the moment is the treasury is done. Uh, people are going mad at the moment, uh, the past couple of days and you know, raising the floor prices of the, the monkey 3Ds. Um, and all the royalties are just going straight to this treasury. Um, mm. Who knows? Who knows where it's going to go? But it's exciting to to do, and um, it's out of my. In some ways, it's kind of out of my hands. <laughs> I'm kind of starting it, but you know, hopefully, some of the community members would say, "Okay, let's." I want to jump on this, um, and I want to help out a little bit, and maybe we can all educate ourselves and be educated about where this web free gaming NFTs are really going. Mm. Um, maybe maybe we look um, out, outside, or you know. We have an amazing game, uh, amazing project at the moment, uh, She Universe. I mean, uh, the, the 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 graphics and the animations that that guy is pumping out is absolutely amazing. It's stunning. Yeah. Um, we should we should be proud of it in IOTA because it's it kind of raises the level. Um, and I've spoken to a guy a few times on um, on uh, Twitter that we're, we're kind of typing back, and the, t- the Starlink game that he's building. Um, is 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 really cool and it's a it's a kind of a storytelling game uh based on like the ori series again um if you if you're not into gaming but you want to look and see what some sort of lovely styles it's really an artistic style it's amazing mm. um so we we kind of think you know is is there is there things that we could help to with our treasury to help those build as well you know, I don't mean financing them, but maybe uh, getting some of their NFTs as well and doing lotteries with that as well. I don't know. It's 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 a question up to the to the monkey believers, and that's why I want to introduce them into this as well. So, hey, okay, you you guys are going to be part of this too. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't want to make all the rules, um, but it'd be great if we if we together made something more of the community. So that's cool. So, so you know, it's a little extra there, not just about me going off and doing the game, but it's it's kind of gives an extra there as well. Yeah, I I really agree with that, and I think there's there's projects like you and everyone else really building and showcasing that that for people that are trying to look into this ecosystem and see that there's a lot of activity, quality activity, and um, there's like a, a lot of different things to play around with. Like some people like this and some people like that. So it's it's important to have different things to to offer people, and uh, I think that that you have a lot of exciting ideas for the coming, and I I like that. Like when it comes to the IOTA Foundation, I really like to know what's happening in the future. But for for a fun project such as y- yourself, where you can kind of take things as it comes and you do the you follow like what the community wants to do. Like okay, now we want to do that with the treasury. We want now we want to do that, and then kind of move with the flow. There, it's it's, it's very interesting. And um, yeah, and also uh, I like that the community likes to work together uh, because it's. It's probably a lot easier for every project to to work together instead of being independently. Um, such as, I'm on top of my head, like the the um, Hi-Fi Gaming Society, which offers like 40 to 50 games at the moment. Um, was wanted to to get in touch with different people creating games so they can kind of work together for the same goal there, uh, which is which is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, we 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 got some great community members. Uh, I mean that's some, that's something I'm I'm learning more of by doing you know being involved with, with Monkey Lab. It's actually got me in touch with a lot of great people. 
um, and you listen to them, you think, wow, you know, the, the, we have some knowledgeable people in this, um, in our ecosystem. And, and and the same with you with VTAs and stuff like this. I mean, for me, um, IOTA, I mean, I have a business and I have to give ETAs and, and we, we give a lot of external ETAs too, because that forces us to, to actually meet that deadline. And it actually gets everybody else in the team focused for that particular deadline. Of course, we have internal ETAs too, and you can be a little bit looser with that. But for a business, um, you know, that wants to be using the protocol, you kind of have to have some sort of sense of when is this going to happen? Uh, because, you know, your business depends on it. Um, and in one sense, you go, okay, that's cool. Um, you know, you've got like uh, ST um, Electronics, I think is in the doing ST Microelectronics, that's the one. Mm. Um, that are just saying, okay, we, 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 we're doing this technology anyway. We're, we're used to these kind of ETAs, you know, non-ETAs, if you like, but we, we're going to work with this. Soon Labs have done a great job with that. You know, they've said, look, you know, you, you're not ready for this, but we're going to build around it. And they found other solutions around that, and, and which is really amazing. And then you've got um, the other company, you know, like Tangle Pay, done a fantastic job with, you know, with their wallet. Um, Shimmer City, you know, that will have will happen. Obviously, they're waiting for the EVM, but um, you know, they they kept their you know kept strong. I mean, there's a lot of great community projects, and and the same with Viota. I mean, what they're actually building is giving us a lot of these um, avenues. So, from my perspective, it's as you say, it's it's about showcasing. It's about helping other people that come to our system and say, we do have some quality stuff going on here, guys. You know, there, there's some amazing stuff going on. Um, come and join us. You know, come and come and see what's happening. And if we can showcase those even more, like G Universe, um, you know, what what they're kind of doing and and um, that that type of thing. Or if we say like um, Soon Labs, um, you know, we've got to showcase more. We've got to be proud of uh, where we are in this community because it is a good community. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So sometimes, um, you know, with with Monkey Lab, we have a clear vision in terms of you know that um, in, in, in direction. If I choose <laughs> take a quote from Dom, we're directionally correct. Um, you know, we, we we have a vision. We know that we're going, and I don't have to rely on other people. I don't have you know say I don't have a big team, so we've got to be realistic. But it's not like um, some projects are done. And you've seen some of this happen with the NFTs. One minute they're doing 2D designs. And then like a month later, they're doing 3D. And then a month later, they've got this game coming out. And then mm -hmm. a month later, you don't see them. It's because a lot of times they're just trying to jump onto the next thing. But they're also um, relying on other people. So could someone say, oh, I can do that for you. And of course, the money's not there in IOTA at the moment. It's not like launching an NFT project on Ethereum and... and you know, they're selling for crazy money. The yeah. IOTA ecosystem is not there. You're just not going to make the money um, or get that type of funds at the moment, really. Um, you, you need to reach out. And that's that's what's really good about um, some of these initiatives that the IOTA Foundation have done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that you can actually go to them and approach them. There's a lot of... Amazing um... stuff, but as... A lot of very interesting stuff happening uh, both and uh, i do hope that we will see a rise in community members and active community members once that a little bit more things have been released which hopefully should be in the not the too distant future um and and i would, would really much like to have you back on um at a later stage once a little bit more has been completed and uh, maybe some new cool ideas have popped up 
Yeah, absolutely. I, lo- I love to come on. I mean, I can talk for hours, uh, not as much as Cookcraft, but <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can probably talk. But yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come back on. Uh, you know, we're, we're here. You know, this is this is our home. IOT is our home. And uh, I think any support that we, like yourself, um, anybody else that just wants to get involved, doesn't matter how big or small the project, just get involved and, and make some noise about this uh, community and IOTA because IOTA is a fucking good tech. Sorry, swearing, but <laughs> it's an amazing tech. Absolutely amazing tech. Mm. And, um, you know, the foundation have put, you know, I mean, they're doing some incredible work. Um, smart guys, smart guys. And we, sh- we should we should encourage and, and get involved wherever we can. Absolutely. Like yeah, you're doing with your with, with, um, with your podcast, it's, it's it's good to listen to. Um, it's nice to be able to tune in once a week. Uh, I miss I miss old Chris. I miss yeah. Chris Miller. Um, I enjoyed enjoyed those days of watching him uh, talk. But there you go. We all move on. Yeah, that's sort of just how we have to do it these days. Um, but hopefully, I think we have a lot of exciting things coming up, both uh, for individual projects, but also for the entire ecosystem um but yeah i guess we just have to sit and wait and um i'm really looking forward to see what you guys can come up with in the coming months and year um and i will be keeping an eye on you and uh as soon as something new and cool pops up let's do another one absolutely i'll um yeah just join our discord man just get up there yeah there's so many discord channels to, to be part of <laughs> these days it's just getting mind-blowing well we need one this but then hey we got an iota discord channel we can all meet up there what yeah. a great idea wonderful also thank you so much for taking the time mate and thank you guys for listening and I recommend everybody to go check them out and give them a follow on Twitter Um, keep an eye on these guys thanks Thomas thanks for for having us cheers mate